blast so hard that it sounded like pebbles were hitting it. The engines made a sputtering noise, like a lawnmower petering out after running over a rock. The plane suddenly pitched forward, its nose heading straight for the ground hundreds of feet below, and she yelped even as Ty straightened them out. Shit, he muttered, his hands moving deftly over the controls. Her heart leaped into her throat. Ty was always the epitome of professionalism. She'd never heard him curse before. What? What's wrong? He didn't look at her as he worked the controls. Flame out. Make sure you're strapped in tight. Her heart thumped against her breastbone. She couldn't make sense of all the instruments on the panel in front of them, but another glance at Ty said it all. His eyes were narrowed, glued on the display rather than the window. His knuckles were white on the controls, and his face was set in such grim lines. Oh, God. What's happening? She whispered. We're going down, Miss West. He said it so calmly, too calmly. He'd spoken more evenly than her date had last weekend when he'd informed her that his manager hadn't been able to get a table at Blanca, so they'd have to settle for Minetta Tavern instead. Their seats bounced as if they were riding on an ATV over rough terrain, and Rebecca's body began a corresponding shake. It started deep in her stomach and spread through her body until she had to clench her teeth in order to keep them from chattering. She gripped the door handle as a strong gust of wind rocked the plane. Heavy mist obscured visibility, then thinned the ocean below appearing briefly before the jet plunged into another heavy gray cloud. Watching what was going on outside the airplane freaked her out. So she watched Ty instead. His expression was tight, but there was no panic in it. His hands moved with surety, making adjustments. His gaze lingered on one of the instruments. She knew that one, at least. It was the radar and GPS. Is... are those islands? She asked, referring to the yellow-orange blobs on the screen. Yeah. Sugar Key? His head moved in a short nod. Oh, thank God. We're not going to make it to the landing strip, he said. After a moment, he added in a modulated tone, I'm bringing her down in the water. She froze. Are you buckled in tight? He asked her. His eyes swept over her briefly before returning to the instruments. Uh... She fumbled with the seatbelt. I... Uh... Her fingers felt fat and clumsy. She couldn't fold them around the straps to tighten them. She also seemed to have lost the ability to speak. Hey, he said. His voice was calm and low. Remember that commercial plane that landed safely on the Hudson a few years ago? Everyone was fine. That's what we're going to do. So sit tight. It's going to be okay. The miracle on the Hudson, she thought, remembering that incredible story. But that was a miracle. And that plane had landed on a river, not on the Caribbean Sea in the middle of a storm. The plane pitched to the right with a wild lurch. They broke through the clouds. Rain smacked at the windshield, rendering the outside world out of focus. She was surprised the glass didn't crack. The ocean, gray and turbulent, rushed up toward them, as if it wanted to devour them. They were so close to it.
It was too much. Overwhelming. Panic threatened to strangle her. She couldn't watch. Her eyes slammed shut. But that still wasn't enough. Her other senses made up for the lack of sight, telling her exactly what was happening. The engines were silent, and now thumps and rattles punctuated the wind whistling past as the jet shuddered and complained. He was right. They were going down fast. The airplane was going to crash. Damn it, Tyler muttered. He grunted as he wrestled with the controls. The plane swooped upward, and something that sounded like a high-pitched alarm clock started to squeal. She squeezed her eyes shut tighter. Brace for impact! The command was harsh, and her body went rigid, following his command instantly. They hit the water with a slam that rattled every bone in her body.